Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Good morning. And welcome to Mass as we celebrate the 21st Sunday of the year. Time is marching on. Can I invite the children to leave us now for their liturgy of the word? reluctant customers. Our opening hymn points to the theme of today's liturgy. We are invited to seek God alone. God first and God alone. Let's begin our Mass by asking forgiveness for the times when perhaps we drift away, when we don't seek God, when we don't put God as number one priority. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy in us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace on earth, peace to people of good will. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you. Give you thanks for your 
Let us pray. O God, who caused the minds of the faithful to unite in a single purpose, grant your people to love what you command and to desire what you promise, that amid the uncertainties of this world, our hearts may be fixed on that place where true gladness is found. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Thanks. reading from the book of Joshua. Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel together at Shechem. Then he called the elders, leaders, judges, and scribes of Israel, and they presented themselves before God. Then Joshua said to all the people, If you will not serve the Lord, choose today whom you wish to serve whether the gods that your ancestors served beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose lands you are now living. As far as me and my house, we will serve the Lord. The people answered, We have no intention of deserting the Lord our God, who brought us and our ancestors out of the land of Egypt, the house of slavery who worked those great wonders before our eyes and preserved us all along the way we travelled and among all the peoples through whom we journeyed. We too will serve the Lord, for he is our God. The word of the Lord. Taste and see how good the Lord is. Taste and see how good the Lord is. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise always on my lips. In the Lord my soul shall make its boast. The humble shall hear and be glad. Taste and see how good the Lord is. The Lord turns his face against the wicked to destroy their remembrance from the earth. The Lord turns his eyes to the just and his ears to their appeal. Taste and see how good the Lord is. They call and the Lord hears and rescues them in all their distress. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. Those whose spirit is crushed, he will save. Taste and see how good the Lord is. Many are the trials of the upright, but the Lord will come to rescue them. 
he will keep guard over all their bones. Not one of their bones shall be broken. Taste and see how good the Lord is. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. Give way to one another in obedience to Christ. Wives should regard their husbands as they regard the Lord, since as Christ is the head of the church and saves the whole body, so is a husband the head of his wife. And as the church submits to Christ, so should wives to their husbands in everything. Husbands should love their wives just as Christ loved the church and sacrificed himself for her to make her holy. He made her clean by washing her in water with a form of words, so that when he took her to himself, she would be glorious, with no speck or wrinkle or anything like that, but holy and faultless. In the same way, husbands must love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man to love his wife is for him to love himself. A man never hates his own body, but he feeds it and looks after it. And that is the way Christ treats the church, because it is his body, and we are its living parts. For this reason... A man must leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two will become one body. This mystery has many implications, but I am saying it applies to Christ and the Church. The Word of the Lord. be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. After hearing this doctrine, many of the followers of Jesus said, this is intolerable language. How could anyone accept it? Jesus was aware that his followers were complaining about it and said, does this upset you? What if, you, if, what if you should see the Son of Man ascend to where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life. The flesh has nothing to offer. The words I have spoken to you are spirit, and they are life. But there were some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the outset 
those who did not believe, and who it was that would betray him. He went on, This is why I told you that no one could come to me unless the Father allows him. After this, many of his disciples left him and stopped going with him. Then Jesus said to the twelve, What about you? Do you want to go away too? Simon Peter answered, Lord, who shall we go to? You have the message of eternal life, and we believe. We know that you are the Holy One of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Every minute of every day, we make choices, we make decisions, some of them small, others really important, some of them consciously, others by instinct or reaction. And even when the choices and decisions are made for us, we still have the choice to accept them or to ignore them. You chose to come to Mass at this time today as opposed to another time you chose what to wear you chose where to sit unless somebody was sitting in your seat you're choosing right now whether to listen or to zone out for the next three or four minutes that's a choice you have and it's one that I need to accept however we'll keep going today's gospel poses a choice and a decision Decide whom you will serve. We know that the commitment to be bound to another person for life is never made just once and for all, but it must be renewed again and again, must be renewed daily. This is true not only of our commitments to one another, but also in our commitment to God through Jesus. At particular moments in our life, We must decide definitively and not just drift along with the crowd. And I think today's liturgy offers us the invitation to one of those moments to reaffirm again today our choice for God. In today's first reading, Joshua poses that same question, the same invitation, the same choice and decision as he gathers the tribes of Israel and their leaders. He puts the choice before them very clearly. Either serve the Lord who brought you out of slavery in Egypt, who performed great miracles before your eyes, who protected you on this long journey, or serve the gods in this new land that we now live. It seems impossible, even illogical, to make any other choice than to respond wholeheartedly to God, who had brought them out of slavery, who had formed the relationship with them, the covenant with them, through such extraordinary saving acts. For some that day, it might have been the day of their initial commitment. For others, a a reaffirmation of a choice for God already made. Joshua is clear 
about his own commitment. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I wonder if you and I are as clear about our choice today. That's maybe something to ponder, to think about. And if you're struggling to know whether you are or not, one question to ask is, what do we give most time to? Who do we give most time to? Or what are the other gods that we are sometimes tempted to chase? Power or wealth or prestige or whatever it might be that allures us away from the light, the Christian life that we are invited to. The same choice is given in the gospel to the disciples, but maybe not quite as clearly or explicitly or starkly as with Joshua in the first reading. Their choice is to choose to believe in the one whose words are spirit and life, to choose life, to choose a life in God through a relationship with Jesus. And this section of the gospel comes after the feeding of the multitude, the 5,000, where everybody was giving, given enough food to eat. It comes at the end of a long passage that we've been reading for the last four weeks, where Jesus talks about being the bread of life, feeding his flock, both in a real term, but also to feed our souls, to be our life source. And the disciples find it hard to accept, hard to understand, and hard to believe. Is it what Jesus is saying? Or is it the fact that they know to share in his life completely and fully, they also have to share in his self-sacrificing love and self-giving love to others. And so some leave. Some stop following him. Some turn their back and walk away. Just as in the first reading, it seems impossible, even illogical, for them to walk away. But some of them did. And people still do. Maybe sometimes we find ourselves drifting off too. Today, we're very clearly and warmly welcomed and invited back. Invited to choose God and to choose life. We're asked to reaffirm our relationship with God in Jesus. And we're asked to decide and to declare again whom we will serve. Let's make that choice. Let's make that declaration today. Let's choose God and choose life. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. One of the ways we declare and affirm our faith is by reciting the creed. 
I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, all that is seen, <coughs> one Lord Jesus Christ, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. We're invited to taste and see the Lord's goodness. Mindful of the goodness of the Lord, we pray for all our needs. For Pope Francis, who has travelled to Ireland, that his visit may bring encouragement to all families in the world. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For families who are experiencing material hardships, that we may support families we know that are experiencing times of difficulty. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For families struggling to be united, that God will give peace and harmony where there is strife. Lord, hear us. For families experiencing the sickness of a relative or who are trying to support a relative who is older, that we will help and assist those who are ill and physically weak. Lord, hear us. For family members under pressure through problems with mental illness and stress, that they may be well again and find that peace of mind that they long for. Lord, hear us. For the people of Kerala, recovering from the massive flooding, for the success of the relief effort and the rebuilding of lives, Lord, hear us. For all our relatives who have died and have been good to us in their lives, We especially remember Mary Keelty 
and John Brownlee for an eternal reward for their goodness and kindness. Lord, hear us. Lord, We ask you to be mindful of all our needs. And as the church celebrates throughout the world this weekend, family life, we ask you to be protective and watchful over all our families. Teach us how to be families that provide shelter and sanctuary. Teach us to be families that face out into the world and are attentive to the needs of others. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Please join in hymn number 470, Make Me a Channel of Your Peace.
pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. O Lord, who gained for yourself a people by adoption through the one sacrifice offered once for all, bestow graciously on us, we pray, the gifts of unity and peace in your church, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For although you have no need of our praise, yet our thanksgiving is itself your gift. Since our praises add nothing to your greatness, but profit us for salvation through Christ our Lord. And so in company with the choirs of angels, we praise you, and with joy we proclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest, Hosanna in the holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice. And once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, 
giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray, the partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, all the clergy and all who minister to your people. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. At the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not on our sins, but on the faith of your Church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Now let's offer each other a sign of peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord.
join in hymn number 169, Bind Us Together, Lord. Let us pray. Complete within us, O Lord, we pray, the healing work of your mercy, and graciously perfect and sustain us, so that in all things we may please you, through Christ our Lord. I can invite you to sit down for a few moments, please. I can invite the person making the appeal for Kerala to come forward. Respected Father and fellow parishioners, I stand here today to tell you about the devastating conditions of my home country, Kerala, the southern state of India. Weeks of monsoon rain, which triggered floods and landslides, have led to the worst natural disaster experienced by Kerala in over a century. It costed the lives of many, leaving thousands stranded, damaging the agriculture, architecture and wildlife alike. As someone with relatives and friends in Kerala, I can tell you firsthand that the aftermath of this disaster 
has left many with nothing. One of the biggest sources of income for most families is the crops gathered this season, the harvest season. All their work for the past many months have been washed away in a matter of few days. As a country, its loss on agriculture amounts to over 1,345 crores. Many are working tirelessly to set up relief camps, organise rescue missions and get the help where it is most needed. We have already managed to send help to the essential food relief items such as food, clothing and medicine. But of course, this is little compared to what they have lost. We hope to provide as much help as we can in the coming years. The money that we are trying to raise now is in hopes of contributing to the long-term needs of the population, such as investing in the reconstruction of homes, schools and medical facilities. Also a massive area of concern as people are slowly returning to their home is the cleaning. Homes are barely habitable as it is covered in mud and dirt washed in by the water. Also major warnings have been given to take care of possible snakes lurking and hiding in their clothes and belonging. At this time, I would like to ask you to keep all those affected and their families in your prayers and if possible to show your support to our cause by providing some generous donations. No amount is too little. Thank you. So there's a collection today as you leave and there's a coffee morning after Mass this morning um, to support that fund and next Sunday the Carolees community will make 150 curries not sure who's counting 150 after the 10 o'clock and 12 o'clock Masses and donations can be given for those takeaway dishes next week as well so please give as generously as you can. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Our Mass is ended. Let us go in peace to love and to serve the Lord. Please join in our final hymn, number 303, Go the Mass is Ended. Thank you.
Take his place to 